by Faith Family Church. Be blessed. There is always more of God. You cannot exhaust God. You cannot experience Him and you say it's enough. In every human being, there is a place that has to be filled by God and only God. There are places for so many other things. But there is a place for God. And when that hunger which is which is for God when it is stirred up that place begins to to come out that place begins to long and it begins to show that I'm empty I'm empty. I need I need something. I need the one that fills me. I need the one that has to fill this place. Normally that happens when someone steps either in a place where an atmosphere has been created there's an atmosphere that brings down God and so it causes that hunger to, to show up you can pass a place and you either smell either coffee or a certain kind of food and it triggers off a desire in you. Because That's why these days their flavors that in certain restaurants or hotels they can release those flavors and you can think that oh that is real coffee but when it's a flavor that has been uh, released to attract people to come in. It creates a hunger. It creates a desire. You can bypass a certain place or restaurant and you're like mm, coffee or vanilla or 
or strawberry or whatever. So you can step in a place and it sparks off that desire in you for God. There is more of him. Let's go to Exodus chapter 33. Some interesting things here. In my Bible, there is a title or a heading that says Moses meets with God. Especially from verse 7. They are reporting that that Moses meets with God. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp far from the camp and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting which was outside the camp. Musa yatwala ewe manaji simba ewe ruolu sisira. Walakono rusisira ngajita ewe meyoku sinkani ramgamu. Erabuli ya nonyanga mukama na afurumanga na agenda muwema yoku sinkani rangamu yaliyewe ruolu sisira. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp. I pray that that can stir you up. Far from the camp and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting which was outside the camp. I pray that that can move you. Verse 8, So it was whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle that all the people rose and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door 
And all the people rose and worshipped each man in his tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend and he would return to the camp but his servant Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face. As a man speaks to his friends. Doesn't that move you? Friends, there is more. There is more than what you have experienced before. There is more than what you know. There is more than what you think. There are some things here in these verses which which don't seem to be connecting properly. But I think that they are not only for these people here, but they are open to many others that were to come. For example, in verse 7, where it says that Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp, and called it the tabernacle of meeting. And it came to pass that everyone, now mark that, it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting which was outside the camp. After that, the other verses say that all the people stood at the door of their tents. Whenever Moses was going to meet with God, they stood at their, the doors of their tents. But here it is saying that and it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went to the tabernacle of meeting. All these other people are not seeking God. They are in their own world. They stay at, the, at their tents. The doors of their tents. And they enjoy seeing this man go. And he enters the tabernacle. He gets lost in the tabernacle. And as soon as he enters, the pillar comes down. And then they fall on their knees and they worship. They are not entering. 
they are not getting there. There is someone who is getting there. Yes, they see the glory. They see the pillar. And they know he's in. They fall down and worship. But they are not in the tabernacle. Ladies and gentlemen. Are you in the tabernacle? Do you enter? Do you reach there? Have you ever reached there? Do you stay not even at the door of the tabernacle but where your tent is where your tent is many people have their tents their tents are a bit far from the very tabernacle the Bible says he called it the tabernacle of meeting. The tabernacle of meeting. And people were not reaching that place where they would meet with God. Here it is open that whoever sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting. And in other words, people were not seeking God. They were staying at their tents. They were staying there. And one man was seeking God. He moved his tent. Yes, he took it outside the camp. Outside the camp. Far from the camp. He took his tent. Outside the camp. Far from the camp. Friends, we are, we are in a camp. This world is like a camp. Then the world where we live, our environment is like a big camp. Everyone is there. Everyone is there. And all sorts of things are there. All sorts of behavior. All sorts of understanding. All sorts of conversations. All sorts of ambitions. All sorts of things. They are in that camp. Imagine you are in a camp, in a place. There are these who are complaining. There are those who have just built a calf. They are doing all sorts of things in the camp. And Moses realizes, I cannot meet with God face to face in this environment. 
I cannot make a difference in this kind of environment. I need to go to the next level. I need to cross. I need to move my camp. Take it out of this environment. Take it somewhere. Somewhere far. The most important thing outside. Outside this camp. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a God. There is a God. And so you either find that God or you don't. You either have a hunger to get a hold of that God or not. But there is a God. He says in his word that those who seek me ale find me. Those who seek me ale find me. There is a God. And so you can either know that there is a God that is beyond human understanding. And I need that God. Or you get comfortable where you are. Moses moved his tent out of the camp. He must have gotten a revelation. I cannot meet with God face to face in this environment. You can look at your workplace. At your workplace. This is this person is saying this. This person is abusing. This person is complaining. This person is watching this. This person is singing this. This one is saying that. And the environment can be rotten. But when there is a possibility of finding God. And meeting with God. I look at this situation as though it is the very situation in which we are now. As a nation. And as nations. Caught up in a situation where once we remain in the camp, we will suffocate. Suffocate. <laughs> in the west early in the morning almost for the first time ukuvembara Na ye yagamba siri damu kulinya basi zino. Zive mbarara, zinzo butaba, mzibu uh, nyo, obambi nyo. Na ye, ezezo kumache nyo, eziva chisoro, ziva kabale, ziva wa ezo. 
oinzo jirinya embeera ebeera mu bus eliyategera chengamba amen great one oinzo obsashitegera kubanga tazirinyagako <laughs> embeera tebanunji embeera tanyuma hmm? do you understand what i'm saying dozo chifunye ngojeka abantu byebogera emboze zibanyumya ne waliwo kavubuka <laughs> ona akoze kino ona akoze kino ona yuwa bweru mu dirisa ona akoza atya o <sighs> it's an environment nenga atoli muri oli mu bus so imagine it's a camp and the camp is like a bus and that's the environment or you go to a market go to a market and you look at that environment and it's almost the same thing where Jesus entered the temple and he attended temple into a marketplace and he got mad it was like that environment chaos chaos so moses Musa. realizes i cannot hear god i cannot talk with god i cannot get a breakthrough in god with god in this kind of environment my wife is here my children are here my people are here however I need to remove my cam my tent. Take it out. Take it out. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever you are in a situation where you seem as though you don't know what to do. Where things seem to be so hard. So difficult. Do one thing. Remove your tent. Remove your tent. Just know that you are in a camp. Know that you are in an environment which cannot enable you to see God. To touch God. Dismantle your tent. And no, there is a meeting place. And so he says, My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. They are far above your ways, far above your thoughts. If 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 Moses was a manipulator if Moses was like some of the prophets we see here in Kampala now 
where it's one man that is being worshipped and so the rest are all depending on this one man to hear for them to see things happen it was as though it was this environment here but the difference was that here people were not worshipping Moses they were seeing the tangible glory tangible glory where his glory came down the pillar came down at the tent but there was a distance. They are far. They are far. So, why are their hearts not changed? Because they are not entering the, the tabernacle. Why are they part of the camp? But they speak the way they speak. They do things the way they do them. It's because they are not going to the meeting place. They are not meeting with God. They are in the camp. Yes, they are not in Egypt. They are in a certain camp. But they are not meeting with God. And this is almost what we see in our days. So many believers are not meeting with God. Yes, they are in church. They go to worship meetings. They go for services. They might even go for prayer meetings. But the heart is far. There is a distance. The other day when I was praying here during the day in the afternoon and I went deep and deep and deeper and I reached a moment where I was so close to him and then he pours his heart and he says my people are far from me they are far from me. Their hearts are far from my heart. And I'm like, okay. okay. Have you ever gotten a, in a moment where you have a friend and that person just confides in you? Confides in you. Powers their hearts. When the Bible says, I will share my secrets with those who approach me with those who are close to me those who walk with me friends God has secrets things which are deep in his heart and he loves talking he loves sharing sharing what is in his heart 
But it is only those who surrender to him and they devote their entire lives to him that God begins to say, okay, I have found a friend. I have found someone that I will be pouring my heart to. And so God begins to share his heart with you. Now, if you have a friend who shares with you their heart, that is real friendship. Real friendship. If you have a friend, they never share with you what is in their heart. You never know what they think. You never know what they are going to do. You, you just do them, see them do things. You just know. Mm -mm. This is not real friendship. It is superficial friendship. And if, if you are the one who pours your, your, yourself to someone who doesn't pour their heart to you, you are in trouble. And that's where you find people who are complaining. I, I shared this with, with my friend and ended up um, taking it all over. They, are shared, they, they shared it with other people. They are not your true friends. Your hearts are not fully connected. Not fully connected. Now God gets to a place where he wants to share his heart with us. There are those who are comfortable in taking their needs to God. Their needs to God. Their challenges to God. God, God do for me this. God, God give me this. God, God give me this. They are limited. They are not getting to that place of real connection with God. This is what Moses decides. I'm not going to stay in this camp. I'm not going to stay in general happiness. I need to go to my next level. For me to lead these people. For me to take these people to the promised land. I need to be a step ahead of them. Ladies and gentlemen, you can never be in at the same level with everyone. You can never be in the same mess and you make a difference. Any leader, any person that will make a difference, they need to be a step ahead of those that they lead. A step ahead. If you are called in your family as the point of contact for God to use, you need to be a step ahead. A step ahead. This is what Moses does. This is the revelation he gets. I cannot stay 
in the same environment at the same level thinking with as everyone thinks does things like everyone does them and we reach where we have to get to it's not possible I need to be a step ahead Aren't you tired of certain levels? Aren't you tired of certain things? You are in God, I mean you are in Christianity, you are in church, but you don't really, really know God. You don't really, really experience Him. Some people might testify and in your mind there are these questions that are ringing. How did it happen? How come it is so and so? And those questions are coming and you try to suppress them. Say no, I'm a believer. But deep, deep within your heart there are questions. There are questions. You get to a point where you get tired of that. At times you see the environment around you. The challenges you go through. The uncertainty. You can look at your children. Or you can look at your family. You see what is going to happen next. No food, no rent, no this, no this. What's going to happen next? But you are a child of God. And there is God. In that environment. That's where some people just run for prayers. To be prayed for. Just run for help. And this and the other. And there is no going to the meeting place with God. The meeting place with God. People are overwhelmed. With the challenges around them. But there is no going to that meeting place. Why? They are not ready to remove their tent from where they are comfortable. From where everyone is. Friends, we can be in church like here and for you, you are enjoying this general happiness. You enjoying this. And you are not seeing the need to remove your tent and take it out. What do we mean by taking your tent out? Your heart, your heart can be disconnected from the general atmosphere. And it is individually seeking God. Seeking God. Hungry for God. Desiring God. People who have removed their tents from the camp. You can know them. You can see them. How? Look at their conversations. When they face challenges, just watch them. 
Just watch them. To some of those people who have who have known the secret of this meeting place. They face challenges. And it is almost predictable. You know what they are going to do. You know what they are going to do. You know what they are going to say. What are you going to find? Things like God is in control. God is in charge. God is going to make a way. And it's not just a confession of the mouth while the heart is timid, while the heart is fearful. No. It's a confession that is coming from what is deep in the heart. From the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you see them and they encourage you. They may not be those that are the ones that stand on pulpits but these could be people who are ordinary believers but they know God. They walk with God. They have a journey that they have taken with God. They are from somewhere with God. And God looks down and he says, yes, I have my light there. I have my salt there. There is someone I can depend on. There is someone I can rely on. My battle axe. My battle axe. I can depend on that person. And when there are special assignments, I know whom to call upon. I know whom to call upon. Ladies and gentlemen, when did God ever send you? When did God ever send you? He says, go and do this and this for me. Go and do this. You can be there and you are not being sent and you are not bothered. You are not bothered. Someone was talking with me and saying that this person got to a point where they are they became uncomfortable. Why is my boss not giving me assignments? Why are the assignments given to other people within the team? And this person took a step, confronted the boss. Of course, of course, this is not the employer, employee issue. It's like they are at the same level, but there is a head. Government institution. You get to a point where, like, uh oh, God used to send me. He used to tell me this. He used to tell me this. I used to hear this. I used to hear that. Now, I no longer hear this. 
He no longer sends me out. That is an indicator that you are far. Your heart is far from him. You are not at the meeting place. Much as you are comfortable, much as there is kind of peace, and much as you are busy, but it might be that it's just maintaining the status quo. You are just on the same plateau. You are not increasing. You are not increasing. You are not going beyond. You are not going farther. It's just maintaining same level. And at times even retrogression but without knowing. When a man gets lost in two physical things and work, physical work, many times they get lost or they lose sight of the Lord. They lose that closeness. That closeness. They lose that closeness. They lose that warmth. So everything remains general. General. Someone can talk to you in a general way. Or someone can talk to you in a personal way. I don't want God to talk with me in a general way. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp. Far from the camp. Far from the camp. Out of these days, out of these days, one of the things that God wants to achieve is your discovery of personal meeting with God. Out of these days, one of the major things that God wants to achieve is where that within the camp you have that ability to take your tent out. Far far from the camp. Aboluganda, you can be in a place even at a workplace. For example, we're here and and and, and, and children were running up and down. But you get to a point where you close the 
outside world and you maintain yourself in him and you cannot easily be distracted by what is happening on the outside now if you are still that kind of person you are trying to pray you are trying to seek God but there is an urge within your heart an urge I don't know what's on my phone now. I don't know what messages come. I wish, I wish, I wish so and so can call me. When that urge is there, that urge, at times there is that urge of wanting to go and meet with so and so. There is that urge of saying, okay. You can be praying. You can be praying. But I just pray that I bring this out properly. You can be seeming to be paying a price. You are seated there. You, you are trying to pray. Oh, you are fasting this and But there is, there is a sense in the background of you, there is a sense of excitement and joy, expectation, something that is going to happen after or as you meet so and so or you... Yes, finally you're going to go to work. Finally you're going to go and do this. Finally you're going to go and make this call or this and the other or do something. Yes, this, this pain that I'm going through now let me go through but there is this but that expectation is not, is not the one where God has fully come forth but there is there is something which is encouraging you you can be like here in the service. And you're like, okay, as much as time is uh, going or I'm very tired, I'm going to get home and there is this nice food I'm going to eat. <laughs> there is this nice thing I'm going to watch. There is this program that I enjoy. So there is that expectation. There is someone I'm going to meet. Are we together? Now, those are desires of the flesh. Amen. Amen. You can get to a point where those things are cut off. They are cut off. And you are ready to get out of the camp. Go further to the meeting place with God. 
Obifisiza. What I'm saying, does it make sense to you? That is part of paying the price to get a hold of God. Paying the price to to find God. And men and women that constantly do that they get a breakthrough in God. Their levels they cross and their lives change. Their lives change because they've paid the price. So they get to a level where God is their number one desire. Every other thing is secondary. Every other thing. You can be overtaken by a promise you are given. You can be overtaken by, by a certain financial breakthrough that is uh, coming or money that you expect and that can become a driving force to you, but without fully admitting so putting that aside and you get out of the camp you take your tent far to what the Bible has called the meeting place the tabernacle of meeting the tabernacle of meeting and the Bible says, and it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. We are in Exodus chapter 33 from verse 7. Everyone 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 Buryoyo. who sought the Lord went out you cannot say that you are seeking God but you are caught up in your environment you are caught up in the business of life around you. You are lost in your work. You are lost in your friends. You are lost in the system around you. You can be in that system. But when you are outside the camp, you are outside. Your thinking outside. And ladies and gentlemen, those who get out eventually look back and they see the mess in the camp. Those who have ever stepped out of the camp eventually understand the life 
that people are going through in the camp. And they're like, okay. okay. Now I understand. So you get to a point where you don't blame you just understand and you get to a point where you say oh it was the grace of God that mm. I was delivered out of this situation out of this camp you can get to a point of saying I now understand what this person is going through and that is where you can become of help you cannot deliver people in the camp if you are in the camp. You must that at one time you must have come out. At one time you must have come out and went to the meeting place. Not leaving one camp and going to another camp. But going to the meeting place no, no, with God. You must have come there at one time. Out of there. And met with God. And then God sends you back. With a message. You go back with a message. You go back with an answer. To the problems in the camp. You go back with a solution. Because you met with God. This is what happened with Moses. He meets with God. He goes back a different person. He goes back with a word from God. People in these days must often go to the meeting place Often. It's not easy. But it is easy. In these times where things have become so difficult, where evil has increased so much, where the devil is fighting so much, there must be people that meet with God. Meet with God. This is a year of tabernacle meetings. Tabernacle meeting. You and God. Verse 10. 11. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend and he would return to the camp and he would return to the camp. These are the kind of people God is looking for. Amen. Amen. They don't go and disappear they don't go to heaven father leave them on the earth I'm not praying that you may take them out of the world uh-uh. keep them in the world but they are not of the world they are not of the world this is what Moses is doing 
Amen. Amina. He goes and meets with God. And he would return to the camp. And when he returns, he's returning with an answer. He's returning with the fragrance of God's presence upon him. Don't you want that? Don't you need that? You need it. You come before your people and they expect you to react the way you used to react. And they don't find that. They don't find that. Why? In the tabernacle he touched you. He changed you. There is something of you that was a limiting factor that he removed. He removed it. Others may not know. They may not know how it happened. But they begin to see different fruits. And those who mastered the art of provoking you and knowing how to provoke you at your workplace. And they knew how to do it. Now they do it and they don't get the intended results. And they're like, eh, this person has changed. This person is different. Why? Meeting place. You meet with God. He changes you. Your friends begin to testify. Different person. Your close friends. Your wife. Your husband. Your children. They begin to say, This person is different. Why? There is this encounter with God that someone gets all the time. God changes their hearts. They return in the camp. They go back to that workplace. They go back to that family. They go back to their village. And they have solutions. Jesus is the answer. Lastly, Moses gets to, to a moment and he this word is more common upgrade. He upgrades his hunger. He upgrades his desire. People who upgrade experience different things. Services always are different. They are always different. When you go to the next level, Mobile phones began a number of years ago. 
some of you have phones and all from time to time there there are different uh, settings that come and you need to re either reconfigure or reorganize or uh, their uh, update there was 2G 3G 3G 4G now they are talking of 5 5G 5 5G and at times, by the time some of these things reach to Uganda, <laughs> other people, have, it's common to them. Very common. And it is, it, is, it is when you go to some of those places, you begin to experience some of those things. You say, hey, <laughs> but it's because of where you've been. What does Moses say to Mus God? Verse 15. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. But how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight except you who go with us? So we shall be separate. So shall we so shall so we shall be separate your people and I from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight. <laughs> and I know you by name. Oh my God. Ah. Mm. What an engagement. What an encounter. Moses and God. Don't you want this? For me, I need this. For me, I want this. Face to face with God. As a man talks to his friend. Face to face. And so this is the upgrade. And he said, Please show me your glory. Show me your glory. Moses. Musa has raised the bar also. He's, he's desperate. Yes, God has spoken really, really good, great things. Powerful things. 
He says, let your presence go with us. Let your presence go with us. And then God says, I will do this. I will do this thing that you've spoken. Why? For you have found grace in my sight. And I know you by name. And Moses does not stop there. And he says on a personal level. On a personal level. I need to be fulfilled in you. Show me your glory. Friends, you can be there. You can do things for people. You can lead people. You can encourage people. But deep, deep in your heart, you have questions. You have questions. You have fear deep, deep. You have personal struggles deep in the heart. No one knows. But you. And at times you can be like, but God, when will you touch me in this area? Moses says, let your presence go with us. Us. Okay. But then he says, show me your glory. Show me your glory. I need to be satisfied with you. I need to get a personal breakthrough in you. Father, I want to be established in you on a personal level. Why is Moses saying, saying show me your glory? He has things he has experienced. Among them, as he led the people, when he was on the mountain, he has gone to meet with God. He has gone to get the tablets. He comes back. Finds them when they've made a cut. You've just been with God. And among the commandments. Said, Thou shalt not worship other gods. And now you come. You find the very people. You've been leading. For years. Years. As if they have gotten to know God. As if they are devoted to God. And finally. You get shocked. You get shocked. And Moses is like. In this state. I need another level with you. I need another. I need to touch somewhere deeper in you. I need to experience you, Lord. I need a greater anointing. I need a greater grace. I need something greater that can sustain me beyond this level. If I've gone through this, if I've made these mistakes, if I've made these mistakes while I've been in the environment, uh-uh. then no. 
No. Nedda. Lord no. Mukama nedda. I need another level. Netagedaledala. And that's why David said Create in me a new heart Give me a new spirit This heart cannot sustain me at the next level No So friends There is that moment that comes In your life In your life when you say God, I need another level with you. Man will access things in life depending on how far they go. You want treasures buried in the earth you will access them depending on how deep you go down and so with God you will access him more of him depending on how far you go with him does that make sense to you Stand up on your feet. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. For no man shall see me and live. What was Moses asking for? It is here. God brings it out here. You cannot see me. No man shall see me and live. But I'll do all these other things. I'll do all these other things. Moses reached a level and he said, I need all of you. You are the one that I need. Moses. He was asking for God. He was asking for God. To see him. Okumulaba. Aina chayagala katonda chuse muye. Aina chayagala katonda chuse muye. And he's like, I cannot lead these people with this level of anointing I have. Uh -uh. If they've made a calf, then uh -uh. Uh -uh. I need greater grace that can change their hearts. I need a greater anointing. I need a greater encounter with you. Uganda, 
You can go through, you can look into your life. To go deeper in God. You can look into your life and say, ah, look at the mistakes I've made. Look at the things I do. Look at the things I say. The Bible says, Isaiah 62, Isaiah, Isaiah 60, Arise and shine. Arise and shine. Verse 3. Kings shall come to your rising. Brightness of your rising. Kings. In other words, you attract certain things depending on the grace that is upon you. Depending on how the grace has grown, we grow in grace. Did you hear that? We grow in grace. And let me put also out this. The anointing of God upon you grows. The anointing grows. We grow in grace. And once you don't know that, you can remain at the same level. But you can look at the things that are around you, the fruits and this and the other, and say, oh, oh, okay. This was for this level. And you look at the things you have not yet touched. Things that are ahead. You look at dreams that are not yet done. Plans that are still there. They have not yet come out. And you are like, for that to come, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory. Show me your glory. This is this year. This is this year. The uniqueness about this year. Paul puts it this way. In Philippians 3. I forget the things which are behind. And I press on. I press in. To get a hold of that which is ahead of me. I press in. For more information, you can look us up on Facebook.